I think Kate Blanchett. Yeah, so um, definitely one of those. Uh, oh, what do we call those people that are? They look one way, and then they look another. I can't think of it. Um, I don't know. Remember that Seinfeld episode? Yeah, uh, he had her like in certain light. Yeah, it's like Two Face. Yeah, he called her Two Face. It was definitely <laughs> one of those things where he would have her in like exact like conditions where it was just like this is her at her most beautifulness, yeah, and yeah. then it was just like Ugh. oh, it comes back. That's a that's a series you should talk about. And uh, Larry David, I man, I don't know why. Early two thousands, the Larry David show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, came out and. I didn't get it. My brain wasn't old enough to understand or no, appreciate it. Practically a kid. At that I, age. I was like fourteen, and you Still know. A kid. But going back and watching that, and then watching the new stuff, and then I, that movie, Clear History, he made. Okay, that was was amazing. That was a great movie. That was uh, a hell of a cast Mary, right there too. Yeah, Larry David is definitely an unsung hero of crazy. He is just awesome, but. Whoever thought that up is like a two-face, you know? They're gorgeous one way, and then also you turn on the light, and you're like, oh, my God. So I, I will not say that about Kate Blanchett. I think she's an amazing actress and gorgeous and 52 and so forth, but she definitely gives me that vibe. Because you see her in some movies, and you're like, damn, wow. Oh, yeah, she you dropped know, it gorgeous. There was that one where, was she with Tommy Lee Jones out in the middle of nowhere, like a Western? Yeah, oh, God. Um, they were after like a the witch. Missing yeah, like they are like after a witch doctor. Her daughter gets taken. Yeah, by like a Native American witch doctor. Um, well, not so much as that. Yeah. They're rounding up young girls to sell them. Yeah. So it's, it's like an early form of human trafficking out in the West. Well, I think human trafficking's always been around. But yeah, um, I forget what they called it. The witch missing. doctor. No, the missing, yeah. Are you talking about the Bruja? The Bruja. Thank you. That You're was very welcome. Pop around my head. You're kind of a Bruja at times, but I love you. I don't even know what a fucking bruja is. Let alone spell it. Brew you <laughs> face. All right. Um, other things I want to bring up. I uh, started watching Severance on Apple Plus. Still rocking the five dollar a month. Um, haven't got into a couple other series yet, but that is pretty decent. Basically, the concept is where you have a group of people who have a device inserted into their brain of their own free will in which they separate themselves into two different people, essentially, where basically their personal lives do not intermingle with their work lives and their work lives do not intermingle with their real lives. So it's kind of a, I don't want to call it like a personality split, but basically when they go into this office, right? So the way it starts off, he goes in an office, he's like crying in his car. And then he goes in, checks in, like grabs a different tag, puts on a different watch, goes to an elevator, and then all of a sudden he takes the elevator down and like his eyeballs shake back and forth. And then he's just, he's totally fine. He's just, so he's not worried about a sick kid no, or like, no, you know, like no, I, gotta, yeah. I gotta figure out what I'm making for dinner tonight. It's no. like I'm 100% focused on work. Right. And the, the point being that way, they keep the secrets of what they're doing. And Adam Scott stars in this along with Patricia Arquette, John. Turo, Tutorio, who's excellent, um, and Adam Scott from you know Party Down and Parks and Rec and so forth is is excellent, but he's the main character who you're following. But I've got only about episode one, episode two, another one where you have to like follow along completely. 
um, which is fine. It just kind of makes you recommit to what you're actually watching. But so far, it's been good because um, it's 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 funny, not funny like haha, but it's interesting because Patricia Arquette is his boss in the underground like change of personality workplace, right? Okay. She, but then he comes out and he's like arguing with his old lady on the phone about his trash cans in his real life. And then you find out at the end of like episode one that Patricia Arquette is the old lady who lives next door to him. Oh no. Yeah. So it's like two different, she's just like wearing a big flappy coat and a hat and like. So does he even know who this woman is no, or work at all? No, not at like, all. So how does he know like I have to go to work on Tuesday? Like he know, like he knows like I, I show up to work and then as soon as he gets to work, that whole part of his day is just bloop, bleeped out. So I don't know how far you gotten into it though, but does he like say where he works at if anybody asks yeah, him? Yeah, like, like hey, the, where do you work the name's the same and like his friends, like they're playing poker or doing something, know that he went, he underwent this and I, I guess the money or whatever must be the, the reason why he did it. But, and then his job is like collecting data, but it's really weird because it's, it's like a giant Sudoku board on a computer screen and they stare at the numbers long enough where they find numbers that scare them. And basically they take the scary numbers out of the Sudoku board and they put it in a file and they close it up. And it's like, it's like circa 1995 windows. It's, it's yeah. really weird. And, uh, I, I don't know. It's, I'm, it I'm going to stick with it. Interest, though? Yeah. Because the, the whole premise is that Adam Scott gets promoted because his boss quit. And then you find it like in the beginning of the season or the second episode, his former boss who quit leaves him a card on his car saying, Hey, if you really want to know, blah, 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 meet me at this place. And then they show like, you haven't, like, we haven't met like our, our, I think they called their outies, like their outside selves. Like mm -hmm. we haven't met, but I was your boss. We were best friends down below. So I don't know if it's kind of like so Plato's like allegory, the cave thing going on, reality. Really but. weird, but it, I really wish I would keep up with you on it. But it's just definitely one of those things where you said you have to pay attention. Yeah, and I, I might have to rewatch some parts because I definitely uh, lived in and out with uh, the various kids and Joe and so forth in life and TikTok and reels. Um, the other thing I want to bring up is Bruce Willis's retirement. Um, so you looked it up. He has what disease? Uh, aphasia? Aphasia, yep. Okay, so this kind of piqued my interest because I was going through Amazon and like there was a couple random Bruce Willis movies that were up. They were brand new for action thrillers. And the thing that caught my interest was like the IMDb score. Mm -hmm. And usually they're, they're pretty good to relate. So like, for example, when Cats came out, he gave it a score of like 3.8 and it was just like you know really out of 10. It was just a big pile of dog shit. Yeah. And all the movies that Bruce Willis had pimped out and let, let me just go through So I got I IMD. Them straight to video. Yeah, straight to video. I got IMD pulled up. Um, we'll just go with 2020. So they've got him listed for like 122 films. Number one, you know, The Sixth Sense, Pulp Fiction, all the way at the top. And then if you go all the way down to, like, starting at 100, 
Um, it starts all of his movies that he has been doing the past two years. Like, his death was still, like, up there? Yeah, yeah no. It's, let me just go through a couple of these. Uh, Survive the Night, 2020, 4.1. 10 Minutes Gone, 3.6. Fortress, 3.5. Gasoline Alley, 2022, 3.5. American Seas, 3.4. Uh, that was 21. Hard Kill, 2020, 3.4. Deadlock, 2021, 3.4. Airstrike. 3.2. Out of Depth, 3.2. Reach, Apex, 3. Comic Sin, 2021, 2.5. I mean, that got lower than Cats. Um, and then he's got, like, it's not to interrupt you, but he's got like nine movies on production waiting to come out. And I, when I saw all these crap films on Amazon when I was looking through on the television, it made me wonder, it's like, what is he doing? Because he is doing anything and everything. I really thought that, my thought when you were originally looking at these was like that he's so uh, disagreeable to work with, that he's such a pain in the ass that maybe he's just taking whatever he can get his hands on. That and, was my first thought. Yeah, and now with the aphasia thing, I think he just did like the ultimate money grab for the past three years. So my guess is he got this diagnosis like four years ago. And he said, hey, I got to make what I can while I'm doing it. And obviously, he's not going to have another Sixth Sense come out anytime soon. And he just went hard in the paint with all this shit movies. And they're all kind of action thrillers. And they're dog shit. And I'm hoping he got millions and millions. the same thing that Nicolas Cage did with that whole entire investment dealio. Well, that was Bertie Madoff. And, like, yeah, he went broke. But this is Bruce Willis's swan song. I mean, the, the, I think when he did Death Wish, when that came out, it was just like, all right, um, why? That was my <laughs> reaction. What the fuck is he doing those? Like the Charles Bronson remake? Yeah. I mean, that's a hard fucking movie to watch, number one, the original. Not right. yet, number the remake of it. It's just like, I guess you think about a guy's legacy, and once again, it goes back to how much money you need, and I, I hope he got. $10 million for each one. I hope he got $100 million for each one of these because they are dog shit all the way around. And that's what he's leaving, like I said, as his legacy. People, and, oh, and I like bad remember, movies. Yeah. They'll still remember him for the good stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they definitely will. But they if they watch this shit, forever, man. they watch this shit, it's definitely going to change their opinion on them. How do, if you do worse than cats, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's and, really hard to come back from. I love terrible movies. I'm a terrible movie watcher. That is true. You are like the terrible movie whore. Like you oh, just keep asking God. for them all the time. Non-stop. I mean, I will watch like Zombievers starring I mean, Bill Burr. The one that you could not get through was, what the fuck was it? It wasn't Vampire Academy. Was yeah, it was Vampire Academy. Oh shit. my God, I fell asleep through that so many times. I don't understand why you kept trying to watch it. I thought, is he really that big of a fan? Oh no, he no. keeps falling asleep through <laughs> I just, I've got my, my own personal mantra of finishing things. That's what, that's who I am. Have right? you ever walked out of a terrible movie? No. I've never You've walked never out of a movie. Out I have never movie. left a movie unless there was like physical complications like the air conditioning or the heater <laughs> or the film broke. No, I've never walked out of a movie. I once I commit to that. something, I try to I finish things. That's my personality. That's what I do. I don't 
you know, not finish things. Dad was like that with terrible books, where Dad's just like, you know, the author took the time to write this. I should <laughs> at least respect them enough to finish it. But I, I've seen Dad struggle with books like that oh, before yeah. in the past, which is like, God, this is terrible. It took me like three weeks to finish this. Yeah, like, just I just couldn't will myself to read it. I will complain and bitch about it, and I will watch it to the bitter end and so forth. But I just. Take the time, folks. Hop on your movie database or look at Amazon for about two seconds and type in Bruce Willis, and you can see all the latest pieces of shit that came up. Now, I will say this. There was some space movie he did in which I started and got about 10 minutes into, and is one of those movies where, like, everything went bad, and, like, immediately, like, the airlock quit, and it's just like, boom, no electricity, and I gave up on it. Immediately. I was like, wow, this is starting. Did you need Aerosmith to do the soundtrack anymore to make it work, or what was it? Yeah. For reals. That movie's amazing. Oh, no, that's uh, great, man. I I love fucking Armageddon. Who doesn't love Armageddon? No, he's done amazing movies. He'll be always the Bruce Willis of our time, but... I really thought he was just... Maybe he was just such a surly asshole that nobody wanted to work with him or do a project with him. No, he just... (laughs) He just grabbed every shitty movie he could and started in it, which probably took, you know, maybe a full eight months of his time in the past three years, and... um, Hopefully collected big fat checks. Hopefully got paid up front because these things are dog shit. And that's what I have to say about that. Well, okay. So you got your Bruce Willis and you were talking about Severance. That's the show that you started. Right. So I've started my other TV show here that I've been watching off of Hulu. It's the girl from Plainville. Hulu does a really good job of like uh, doing the true crime stories. And like doing miniseries out of them. Oh yeah, like um, they did the act. Do you remember that one? Yeah, but they also did Stephen King's deal. Um, well, that's not a true crime. That's no, Castle but it's a Rock. miniseries. Yeah. Dick. No, I mean like the true crime stories, like Girl from Plainville. That's a true story. You're a true story. Yeah, I am a true story, motherfucker. Anyways, and then the act, you know, was like about the gal who had the daughter, where she was. Um, made her sick deliberately gypsy rose and long story short with that is that she like swindled so many people and make a wish foundation and homes for habitat in order to build a special wheelchair accessible house for her daughter and her daughter and her boyfriend that she met online ended up murdering her mother and it's the crime of the century because of the simple fact it's just like was gypsy truly a victim based on her mom's behavior and what she did to her deliberately physically making her ill all right now this one here the girl from plainville i'm only three episodes and the fourth one is on monday but it goes back um i don't know if you remember it or not but it was like mid 2014 ish when this all happened, uh, a boy by the name of Conrad ended up killing himself. And you're trying to figure out why did Conrad kill himself? And his girlfriend, who he's been texting to for over two years, her name is Michelle. Michelle told him to do it. So they're starting to gather all this evidence about Michelle and all these text messages about did she push him to kill himself? Oh, Should she be held accountable? You know, like manslaughter, like driving the car type right, shit like, like that. Like assisted suicide. Yeah, that makes sense. But 
but I guess in the long run, she was supposed to kill herself too, like a suicide pact, but Conrad did it first. Um, she got cold feet. Yeah, and now it's going on this whole entire crazy bullshit about how much she loved Conrad, and her parents are like, who's Conrad? Who's this Conrad guy? Because her folks have never met him. They met like two years prior at this one trip while she was in Florida, and they've been texting each other for two years since then. But she's like made this whole entire fantasy in her head about how much she loved Conrad and how that was her true love. And she's pretty much basing it off of glee as to how she feels about Conrad. Mm. And like Conrad's mom is like, why are you still contacting us? I don't know who you are. Nice. But she's wedging herself deliberately into these people's lives, trying to uh, draw attention to herself. And now the police are starting to put shit together. And once they got those text messages, they're just reading through all this bullshit. And now they're checking all of her friends' texts on top of this to try to figure out, okay, where's the lies in all of this whole entire thing? So it's really good. It is based on a true story. It's starting to get there. Like, nice. I like it. That's cool. Got Elle Fanning in it. Yeah, she does good fucking crazy high school girl. Mm -hmm. She's hot. <laughs> she was in uh, The Great. That was with um, the Russian one with uh, Alexander the Great and his wife. Catherine. Yeah, yeah, it's her series, isn't it? Yeah. I forgot about that. I haven't watched that. You watched a couple episodes with that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was good. I had the guy from uh, X-Men. Yeah, I like him. He's a nerdy guy. I love uh, him. Yeah. Elle Fanny. It's your butt. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. But that's my show. Uh, what have we watched together, though? Besides the Oscars and the power of the dog? Oh, we Not started much. Moon Knight. Oh, yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah, so the first episode that came out. Um, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, And it's got the guy from Dune, the dad who got murdered. He shaved his beard for this. He was also in Star Wars. He was uh, the pilot. Has Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. He's in it. Ethan Hawke has done a lot of good stuff. Yes, he has. And you know what one of my favorite ones of him is? Like, mm. swear to God, hand to God. Do not say reality bites. No, not that. No, 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 no. I liked him in that vampire movie with Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, Daybreakers. Daybreakers. That I was actually good. liked that. It was such a fucked up movie, but I really liked it. Yeah. And then you got uh, Jurassic Park guy, Sam Neill, in it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, Sam Neill. Yeah. Sam Neill's very good. Oh, yeah. He's done some good stuff. Uh, do you remember watch? Did you watch Damien 3 with me on it where <laughs> Sam Neill's like fucking somebody in the ass in it or oh, not? No. Um, oh, it was so uncomfortable. Probably for her too. But it was really <laughs> weird. I was just like, oh, this is not quite like the o Omen 3. That's Omen what it was. Omen 3, yeah. It's all terrible it's stuff. Like, oh, this is uh, I don't get off at the like devil worshiping weird stuff like that i i don't know it's you gotta be a, a certain type of cookie to like that i don't know i like the paranormally type of weird stuff paranormal's fine but you get into like bringing back satan and like raping and terribleness i'm not a fan oh no 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 there's just something maybe it's the catholic in me where it's just like hey you know you shouldn't be playing around with Ouija boards and devil worshiping shit. Like you, you shouldn't. 
obviously. <laughs> but it's just like, what if you do? And then you watch other people. It's just like, you shouldn't have fucking done that. Yeah. It's you your see, fault. Demon got your ass. You fucking deserve it. No, like, if you go into, like, end of days with Arnold Schwarzenegger, or if you go to Constantine with Keanu, you know, that type of, like. You don't like those movies? I like, I, let me finish. Those type of movies I like, because, okay. you know, good triumphing over evil and so forth. Even the, uh, the Devil's Advocate with oh, Keanu again, okay. right? I like good night, but like this, the let's slaughter a baby and rape people. Uh, that part makes you feel a little. Uh, I'm not. Icky. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not down with that. Okay. I'm not down with the clown. Yeah, that's really hard. That the omen, or and yeah. I'm talking the original omen with like Gregory Peck, where they go to the graveyard and they lift up a tomb and you see a baby's skull crushed in. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah. That yeah. part's hard. I'm gonna like talk about that stuff. Yeah, that's messed up. Okay, just... well. Favorite double movie? Is it still Little Nicky? Little <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicky's hilarious. But no, we were watching um, Moon Knight. What are you thinking so far? I think it's really good. Um, so he plays kind of a weird, trying to be a tour guide in an Egyptian British museum, but yeah, he's, he's like the not. Shop guy. He's kind of like the yeah, and uh, he he's keeps having these like blackouts and like. It's opening scene, he's literally strapped to his bed, and there's like sand around his bed, and you know, tape on his door. And like, if this is a guy that's like trying to keep himself awake, right? Because I guess if he sleeps, he yeah. winds up in weird places, weird and then days just disappear. And then, then you start to get a glimpse of like, oh, there's something taking him over, and it has its own personality. And you know, it's like fighting with him, trying to keep him alive, and it, it gets pretty cool. Like, well, it's only one episode in right now, right? Right. And obviously it'll be based off some Egyptian lore and so forth. It, it looks cool. I I love comic books. I love Marvel. But I am not familiar at all with this character. Have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. And I think, once again, brings up the the great discussion of just getting old. I, just... I think that they're just trying to get things set up here for Act 2. And they've been working on that here for the Marvel. Next, the next generation of yeah. Marvel? I don't know. It feels like the steam's running out in my uh, no, no. Are you gonna, Do you have any ambition to go see like the new Doctor Strange movie coming oh, out? Oh, I'll go see Doctor Strange, yeah. Yeah, you'll go see... Yeah, I want to see that one, too. I mean, yeah, I'll keep shelling out for money. But the ones that I had problems with, I did not like the internals, and I did not like the Ten Rings one. I tried to like it. Yeah, I mean, we watched them. I'm glad we watched them at Disney, but... Um, yeah, the Eternals was... I don't know, like, where did that fit? Uh, I, I don't know if that's what they're setting you up for. Like, we're going to be doing more spaceship. We're going to be doing more interdimensional stuff. Yeah. It's just like, this is the new This is where we're at now. So, I don't know if this is one of those things that they should just done phase one and left it at that. But, Are like we, I said, like we, we, started, we started phase one, God, we were like 26. I was a senior in college. Yeah, 08, 20 yeah. with Iron Man. I mean, flash forward 10 years later, like, holy cow. Um, Are we the okay boomers now where it's just like, I'm, I'm done? I I'm kind of, I'm just kind of getting that way. I don't have the same, like, oh, I need to watch this because here's the next thing and it's going to tie into that and like the connections are being made. This is just kind of random here and there. You just, you don't see the pattern as well. But I did like the new Spider-Man movie that came out. Yeah, I, I did too. It. No, I, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was, I, I like uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. 
Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. I loved it. But the way that they're setting us up, it's going to be this interdimension stuff. Right. I'm hoping I'm not inspiring to keep up with it. Yeah, I don't worry about that. It's just the ambition to. I'm just not jumping up and down to see it. And it's been such a long time that you and I have gone to a true movie. Right. And that's kind of running out of it in turn. Um, trying to think of new, up new coming things. Um, you're starting your Picard. Yeah, started Picard. Good old Jean Luc, and that's on. Uh, Paramount. We're just kind of rocking. Um, did try rocking YouTube, and right now, dive into our finances. We have Hulu, Disney Plus for like thirteen dollars a month together, the small plan, and then we've got HBO on top of that. We borrow a Netflix. We borrow Paramount. Um, and then I got rid of Peacock, and I got rid of something else. Oh, did you get rid of Peacock? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Well, it, we weren't watching it, you know. My Chicago stuff's on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our but office stuff is on there. The nice thing is, you can, is you can, when we get the need, we can sign back up for okay. it. But right now, like, with what we're paying for and what we're sharing, we're spending, like, $35 a month. Okay. Which has enough. been a nice, a nice deal. And... I signed up for YouTube. It's 65 bucks. The main attraction is a DVR. And then on top of that, the local channels that we can have. And then I, I got out the old leaf antenna, pulled that out and kind of got set up where it works. I need to, I, long story short, I, I've come to the conclusion. I'll probably cancel YouTube TV. Um, if you're big into sports, you're big into recording things. If you oh, like the old fashioned, people. I just not anymore. After being unplugged oh. from that, and I'm not paying, I'm not going back to 90 bucks a month. You know, you're, you're looking at $1,100 a year for television, which is just ridiculous. Okay. So back in the day, like when we had Dish Network or oh, yeah. TV, how much were we shelling out on that? So mind you, put it in terms historically, our internet was shit. Yep. Streaming was, the only thing going at that time was Apple TV, which was a joke, and Netflix. Mm -hmm. Roku, that was the only Roku. way that we could get through right. it. At the time. And Netflix had like some selections, not all. So, Correct. I mean, well, whatever Netflix had, it had everything that wasn't specified in those, those genres that they had. Right. So, you had to, so that was kind of tough. But when we cut the cord with Dish, I mean, we were paying 140 bucks and it was 900 channels of crap we didn't watch. And, you know, right. it's like, you have a thousand serious channels. Like, why? And I, I pleaded with the Dish Network people, which went nowhere. And I knew it went nowhere, but it made me feel better just plead with them. Just like, why can't I pick the channels I want to have and pay you a dollar a month sir, for those channels? Sir, that is never going to no, be an no, option. No, we, we can't do that. No. Blah, blah. Have you heard this other option? Here's this option. How about we give you this for free? For, you know, I How went through that. How about we give you HBO for six yeah, months for free? And I did that for like two years where I went and bitched about it for four hours. And then finally somebody got me you know, a discounted rate at nothing just so I'd stay on. And finally I just said, I'm done. We're off of it. And then we switched over to streaming. Didn't look back. And then here comes all these streaming apps. Our internet has gotten better. Now we've got fiber. Correct. We're, we're doing just fine. But would you ever go back? I just can't get back into like, I don't want to have to fast forward through commercials. I don't want to have to wait for okay, something to come on. My big complaint about this of airing the grievances with satellite dish and all that stuff 
it does have the commercials and Evelyn watches that shit at grandma's house and then she's like, I want this toy. Exactly. I want that toy. I, we don't have commercials at mom and dad's house. Right. And we also don't need that. Also, the other thing with satellite was that every time the weather was for shit, it went out. <laughs> and guess what? Being a farmer, when are you in the house most of the time? Only at night when it rains. Or when, you know, I'm not saying it worked like that, but I'm, I'm legit. Like, if it rains for three days, you have a big-ass rainstorm, and you're not doing anything, and the satellite goes out, it kind of defeats the purpose. I have never been more frustrated at you at my whole entire life than that one summer. It was the week of Blue Bloods. Like, you got caught up with all of your farming stuff. I'm working from home. And I hear you screaming from the living room, yeah, daddy! And I'm well, just like, Blue Blood's like, gotta go outside at some point. <laughs> Blue Blood's <laughs> came on. But that was when we had crap internet, so I couldn't watch HBO. And the only thing I yeah. could watch was like Netflix or Hulu that had Blue Bloods that interested me. And I hadn't watched them all, so I started, yeah, oh. binging them. And you're like, you gotta come out here and watch Donnie chase after this crackhead! Yeah. <laughs> Donnie always gets his man. Like it, it was like, like if you say Bolt murdered alone. somebody, Donnie would run him down and get him. But no, so I I think I'm gonna cancel YouTube TV. If it depends on what you're going for, Hulu got too expensive. You know, when you're shelling out 70, 80 bucks for, I just that's just too much. I'm cheap. No, I like I being think cheap. That you're doing it smart. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just. And even Hulu, we got to a point where we were watching most of that crap. Correct. But there is stuff on there that I like. Like, I saw you took off the stars option on there. That pissed me off because Outlander is oh out. My and that God. is my fucking show that I want to watch. Go really touch badly. your rocks. Yeah. Watch it. The next, if we ever go to Scotland, my ass is going to be touching rocks. I'm oh, just throwing I your ass in the past. Exactly. Throwing you as a fucking witch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if Victoria's Secret model shows up sometime out here, I'll be just fine with that. Well, hit us up here at our email at moviesandbs02 at gmail.com. My name is Katie. I'm Andrew. Have a good one. Night.